You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. Brandon, I want you for sure, and our listeners, if you're not driving, to close your eyes. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. That's good. All right. Don't take a nap. But (laughs) imagine what it would be like if you didn't have to go back to work on Monday or Tuesday or any day ever again. Oh, my goodness. How excited I am for these long weekends. (laughs) And that's just for one free day, you know? Yeah. Me personally, if I didn't have to go back to work again, I would then be like wanting to, okay, what are some things that we can do uh, as a family if, I mean, if it's like right now and we still have kids, but let's say the kids are gone. So Stacy and I, I would want to travel and do all these things that I spend every day talking to my clients about. That's true. You know, so I've got all these ideas and things I want to do. Do we have time? You want me to tell you one? No, that I we don't. Do? I mean, okay, I've got okay. a point here. So, okay. but I appreciate the glimpse into the future of <laughs> okay. Brandon and Stacy Bowen's retirement. I like that. <laughs> I also know that you're nowhere near retirement. You're going mm-hmm. to be a financial advisor that's around for some time because your girls have braces and. One just got them taken off. Both middle schoolers, though, yes. Boyfriends coming up with proms. And I'm just saying, it's in the future. Weddings, college. Okay, moving on. All right, so anyway, back to the calm place you are. (laughs) But seriously, what would you be willing to sacrifice in exchange for being able to retire 10 years sooner than planned? According to a new finance buzz survey, a third of Americans would give up shopping for two years A fourth would agree to quarantine for an additional six months. Actually, I don't think that's that big a deal. I can pull that off. Uh But 8% would even give up the family pet. Now, I cannot do that. Could you give up Cooper to retire 10 years earlier? Hmm. My girls would not let me do that. Wait, so so you would consider it? To retire 10 years sooner. Now, is he going to another loving home? You don't know that. You just know he's not in your life anymore. I think that this is crazy that eight yeah. percent would give up a family pet because pets rule, humans drool mm-hmm. these day and age, yes, right? Yes, I know. Cooper has brought a lot of joy uh, to the family <laughs> and uh, a few frustrations, but of um, you know, but yeah, as all pets do. I hope your girls don't hear this radio show. They're going to be know, all over you. I mean, we'll joke and make comments like that, and they'll say, "No, you're not." You're, I was like, "Okay, well, you take him to college when you go when you guys go to college," you know. <laughs> Oh, man. I hate to go from sweet things like puppy dogs and kitty cats to something (laughs) depressing like taxes, but that's what we got to do. Okay. All right. You know, the federal government has pumped more than $6 trillion into the economy to keep things going during the pandemic. Let's just... Okay, puppy dogs, kitty cats, happy things, happy things, because that scares me. But billionaire money manager David Rubenstein tells CNBC that no matter who gets elected, and yes, we're all wondering who that's going to be... That bill, it's going to come due. Well, at some point after the election, whoever wins, I think the reality will set in and we'll have to deal with the deficit and the debt and probably the need for some taxes somewhere to pay for some of the debt and deficit that we have. Uh, nobody wants to focus on that now. And if I were a candidate, I wouldn't focus on it either. But at some point, we, we can't keep having half of our budget come from borrowing money. I think at some point we'll have to pay some of this down. And at some point, we'll probably have to pay through it with greater taxes. So, Brandon, obviously, as an average voter, most Mm -hmm. of our listeners are conservative, maybe not, but they at least lean that way. Yes, I'm looking at Donald Trump's tax plans. I'm checking out Joe Biden's tax plans. Mm -hmm. And, of course, I want to pay the least amount of taxes. And it looks like Trump's plan is the way to go, if that's what you're focused on. But it doesn't matter who's the president. We heard $6 trillion we've got to pay back. So either way, taxes have to go up in the future. 
when we've posed this question at events that we do back when we could do events <laughs> or in the office, I don't think anybody disagrees with that. They all say, hey, yes, taxes have got to go up in mm -hmm. the future, right? It's kind of like taxes are, I feel like Paul Revere here, right? You know, taxes are coming. <laughs> taxes ta are coming. Running around, taxes and inflation are coming, and we need to start putting a plan together now because we are historically very, very low right now, right? We're extremely low, some of the lowest we've ever been in our tax rates in, in our history here, but we are seeing the storm clouds build. Right, we're seeing them build our debt, our national debt. Did you know that it's basically doubling every eight years? Mm, gosh, that's doubling overwhelming every, yeah. to think about. I know when Bush first went in, we were at five trillion. Obama went in at ten trillion. Trump went in, we were at twenty trillion, and right now we're at about twenty-seven mm. trillion already. And we've got these bailouts that they're still trying to, you know, work through right now. So we're totally on pace to double again in, mm. in eight years. So the government has to start putting a plan together and no politician wants to touch it right until mm -hmm. they get elected and things, but they've got to do it. And case in point, they have started. Here was one way that they started doing that is with that SECURE Act. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So the SECURE Act was passed right at the end of 2018. And what they did is they went after how you pass your money on after you and your spouse have passed away mm -hmm. okay so if you have tax deferred dollars now when it passes to your children they have to deplete that thing in 10 years mm. okay so there's they're going after hey when you pass it on to a non-spouse okay so that's one thing coming we talked about last week on previous shows here about a wealth tax Mm -hmm. that California is is trotting out there and you know that probably will get passed over there who knows right <laughs> but but a wealth tax on money that most likely you've already paid your taxes on or so a wealth tax social security tax they're talking about removing the cap there so you have to pay even more taxes right so there's going to be all these things that we have to plan for and just go ahead and anticipate that in the future okay mm -hmm. so what what I say is right now, if we, let's just assume that it's coming, because it is. We can't continue in this path here, right. right? So what can we be doing now? What can you listening, what can we do now, this year, 2020? What can we start doing in 2021? Well, for example, I had some people call into the show, live up in Latson, okay? Mm -hmm. And they're both 67, they're both retired. And so when I was talking to them, they said, hey, we are, Brandon, we're very comfortably retired. We're living on our social security and cash from we sold our house and downsized. Okay, so we're just living on the, the cash we already have here, Social Security. And I said, well, hang on, you know, wh what else do you have saved? And they said, well, we've got $800,000 in tax deferred accounts. Good for them. Yeah, I mean, they've saved well. And then about that 400000 in the bank from the sale of the house, right? And no Roth IRA. So I said, wait a minute, time out. You've got $800,000 that you haven't paid taxes on yet, and you're not utilizing what's available right now. Started explaining to them, and I said, for you guys, are you aware of the standard deduction? The standard deduction, so for you all being married, filing jointly, you're both 65 or older, the government will allow you to pull out about $27,000 of taxable income and pay basically net no taxes. Hmm. Okay, that's called our standard deduction. I said, you guys need to be, even if you don't need that money, I mean, just don't pull it out of what's already in the bank, but go ahead and pull that 27,000 a year and pay no taxes on that. Right. I mean, okay. start working that IRA down so we don't let it keep building and building. And then we've got this big tax problem when rates go up in the future. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that, that we're starting right away for them. For you listening, you, you might want to look at maybe a Roth conversion. 
Okay? okay. Roth conversions are big. Now, don't get that confused with a Roth contribution. A lot of people go, no, 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 Brandon, I can't do a Roth anymore. I'm too old or I don't, I'm not working. And there's actually two ways to contribute to a Roth. Okay. Hmm. So let's say maybe you're, you're bringing in $100,000 a year in retirement here. Well, if you're married filing jointly, you're in that 22% tax bracket. Well, you can go all the way up to 171000 and still be in that 22% tax bracket. Okay. We've got extra room. It's like, you know, we want to fill in all the available space in the elevator, you know, <laughs> fill in all <laughs> well, the space. Well, not during COVID, but in normal life. That's yes. right. That's right. Yeah. So fill in all the available space in your current tax bracket while it's historically very low, right? I mean, these individual rates, they're set to go back up mm-hmm. if we don't, if we can't get the legislation changed, right? Qualified charitable distributions. If you give to your church, or give to a 501c3, there's ways we can do that and it not count as taxable income. Hmm. There's so many things that we can be doing here that you just gotta understand the rules, how to play the game, and your financial advisor and your CPA, they should be working, coordinating very, very closely together and to build a plan exactly for what you need in your stage of life. And a CPA looks at the past with taxes and retirement mm-hmm. and making sure we're short up with Uncle Sam. What you're doing, Brandon, is looking at the future. And that tax mapping software that you've invested in is very effective for people. You input their information. It gives them a personalized tax mapping report so that they can see what they're doing now with taxes and retirement. And then you can look at the future forecast with taxes likely to go up to see if there's some more efficient moves to make. And then you also look at how people can sometimes, with the right situation and strategy, retire at or near a 0% effective tax rate. And that's a whole different conversation, but it's all about being efficient with taxes. All about being efficient and looking at maybe there's some tax loss harvesting we can do, some long-term capital gains, right? Your investments have probably, they're all over the board Mm -hmm. uh, this year, right? So we need to be looking at what are some moves we can make. And that software allows me to play basically a what-if scenario, right? We can pop in, okay, what if we realize some of these losses here? What if we do this? What if we do that? And it then starts to change the bottom line and we can save that, print it off. You can take it to your CPA, let them verify what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. And we can, you know, hit play on that plan. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. Brandon Bowen is an investment advisor representative of Clarify Advisory Network, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Clarify, Bowen Financial Group, and this radio station are not affiliated. The investment ideas and financial vehicles discussed here should not be considered to be personalized investment advice, nor are these recommendations to buy or sell any particular investment or product, and the information you hear should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should first consult with a competent tax, legal, accounting, and other professionals regarding the applicability and suitability of any investment ideas. Certain Investment ideas contain substantial risks, are illiquid, and may be only appropriate for accredited investors. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments will fluctuate, and when redeemed, may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments in guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company, and none are offered or sold through Clarify Advisory Network.